day it is and i thank you for granting me access once again into your home and heart i remain the voice of one one of the greatest challenges in life is trying to solve a problem which just never seems to get solved you try every method in the books and they fail you try methods your common sense tells you will work and still they fail after a while you either quit trying or if you are a diehard you will keep trying until you get something out or die trying some of the major inventions in life have been achieved this way. For instance, Thomas Edison, the man credited with inventing the light bulb, made 999 attempts before finally getting it right the 1,000th time. But some problems just keep defeating man, no matter how hard we try. One particularly thorny problem is the issue of crime. Psychiatrists, police officers, scientists, educationists, and so on, have all tried through the ages to deal with the issue of crime. Being unable to stop it, they came up with the concept of crime and punishment in the hope that the punishment will deter crime, while in some cases it has stemmed the crime rate. In some other cases, it made the crimes more gruesome. For example, when a criminal realizes that if he is caught committing a robbery with a firearm, he will be executed by firing squad. He does not exercise restraint when committing the crime, but goes on to kill his victim. To stem that, some governments took off the death penalty for crimes and replaced those punishments with life imprisonment. This has made some of those seven life sentences to become even more hardened and brazen in prison. Some others not wanting the death penalty or life sentence option learn how to commit crimes which they believe will not take the life of anyone. But they are mistaken. Some have perfected how to steal other people's money with the pen by falsifying figures and they have been responsible for the death of some of their victims. So how do we solve the problem of crime effectively? Some have even advocated a most curious approach to solving the problem of crime. They believe that the reason why people steal is because they don't have. So they think that if you put a thief in contact with lots of money, he may just get choked by it and change his ways. Friend, stealing is a condition in a man which makes him want to get things by stealing rather than by working legitimately for it. So, to change a thief, you don't flood him with stealing opportunities. Rather, you address the nature of the problem in the thief. Making a thief the governor of central bank will not make him change his ways. He certainly will steal more money than you can imagine. Similarly, it would be a mistake to appoint a murderer as a police commissioner. Rather than stop him from murdering more people, you would have only given him license to kill with impunity. Murder is in his nature and giving him a position where he can commit the crime and hide it will only make him do it more. A wise old man once said, if you put an honest man in the mint where money is produced, he will search himself before leaving the building every day so that there won't arise a case where he mistakenly leaves the building with currency on his person. But if you take a thief to a quarry, he will squeeze money out of the stones in the quarry. The Bible says, you cannot get grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles. A healthy tree produces healthy fruit and an unhealthy tree produces bad fruit. The fundamental dilemma before us today and indeed before mankind is, how can we get people to educate our youth without corrupting them? How can we get people in government who will not become corrupt? How can we get good people to run our public services? And so on. 
The Bible again offers an answer. Make a tree good and its fruit will be good. In other words, the issue is the nature of man. A male teacher does not get bad when he starts teaching young impressionable girls. He was always bad. It just did not manifest until the opportunity presented itself to him. The man in government did not become corrupt because of exposure to money. He was always corrupt. The opportunity to steal money merely brought out what was hidden within him all along. The man assigned with the task to supply electricity to citizenry and who is now selling the transformer meant for the people to individuals was not changed by the opportunity to sell transformer. He was always so. The availability of transformers merely made it possible for him to act out what was within him all these years. This then leads us to ask another question. How do we make a bad man to become a good man? When a car goes bad, you take it to the manufacturer of the car. This is because it is the manufacturer who knows what has gone wrong with the car and how to go about repairing the car. People have had experiences with mechanics and the stories have not been palatable. Some mechanics act like they know better than the manufacturers and rip off certain parts of the car and tell you, you know mean. That is to say, the part he just yanked off is not necessary. And you wonder, if it wasn't necessary, why did the manufacturer put it there in the first place? As with a car, so is the case of man. The solution to making bad men good lies with his maker, God. You may go to the herbalist and he could come up with a solution which would require that you kill some animal or even a human being. But rather than get better, you will discover invariably that you would actually get worse. There is the story of a young man who wanted protection after buying a new car. So his friends introduced him to a herbalist. The herbalist made him a charm, which he was told would prevent him from having accidents and also keep the car from being stolen. Well, the first day he drove the car with the charms, he was involved in a serious car accident that almost took his life. And while he was recuperating in the hospital, someone went and picked up the car with a tow truck and sold the car as scrap without the consent of the young man. Dear friend, the only way to make man good is through God's approved channel. God's channel for making man good is faith or belief in the work which Jesus Christ did for mankind. In order to make man good, God sent Jesus Christ, his son, to die for the sins of man, which is the root cause of the badness of man. By reason of the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, all who truly believe receive a change of heart when they confess their sins. But more than just believing is the result of your believing. And that is the fact that you will discover that you are unable to knowingly commit sin, that is, be involved in criminal activity again, except you choose to knowingly do so. This is the simple solution to the problem of making man good. What then does this mean for you? You should first admit that you are bad and need to be made good. One thing that is clear is that no man is good because we are all born sinners, which is why children don't go to a special school where they are taught to disobey their parents. They are born with that trait, and unless it is removed through faith in Jesus Christ, the problem remains. Once you admit that you are bad, the next step is to seek God's help by confessing your sins and asking for his forgiveness. From here on, God takes over and does the thing that will make you good. Today, you can change the course of your life by coming to God through Jesus Christ, even now, and making your confessions to him, and he will make the necessary changes in your life. After this, you will need to belong to a Bible teaching church because many things that will make the change permanent in your life are to be learned from the Bible. And it is where God's word is taught that you will quickly learn these things. May God bless you. Let us pray. Everlasting Father, again I say thank you for the opportunity to share your word, the good news, to the entire world. I pray, Almighty God, that as many as have heard this, 
who are right now living in sin and don't want to continue to live that way, who desire a change, a true change in their lives from bad to good. I pray, Almighty God, that you will make your salvation available unto them, save them to the uttermost, and bring speedy deliverance to their lives. I also pray, Father, that you will lead them to an appropriate place where they will be taught the Word of God and will be able to keep permanently the change that has taken place in their lives. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. We can be reached after this broadcast by text or by calling us on either 807 777 5630 or 0803-777-9931. The numbers to call or send text to again are 0807-777-5630 or 0803-777-9931. I really would love to hear from you. God bless you and goodbye. Oh God, let us be free.